0: Every side is the dark side of the ring. First up is the man responsible for AW, Brandon. Hello, how was your weekend? Your American 4th of July holiday weekend?
1: It was good, man. Hung out, relaxed, reset, watched some wrestling, a couple death matches, some new, some old. That was that. How was yours? Excellent. Let's find out what Chris is like first before I start
0: rambling. Chris, how was your weekend? You're in charge of NXT. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Um, well, you know, once again, uh, being in the hospitality industry, uh, working on 4th of July and waiting on all the people who didn't get invited to a party for one reason or another. And it's very easy to find out why. So <laughs> a little bit of, a, I wanted to make this couple things. I actually wanted to say, I'll say it right at the beginning here. Um, number one, uh, public service announcement. If, um, the reason why that restaurant is open on the 4th of July is because you won't find someplace else to fucking go. So I have to work because you suck and nobody invites you to a party. Um, and the other thing was is uh, tell a little bit of a story here that involves a family member of mine, a certain family member of mine.
0: Okay, let's do this. No names right. mentioned. Go ahead. No, no main names mentioned. So. Um, no relation to me, though. Go ahead. We
2: have a family tradition. uh, And I am able to now pass along that family tradition to another member of my family as it was passed to me. Um, This week, I finally bought a new lawnmower. Excellent. What'd you get? What'd you get? I got a Ryobi electric battery operated
0: lawnmower. How much? Uh, Cost me. Under three hundred dollars. Which one did? Is it the one I sent you, or was it a different one?
2: No, you sent me the ego, which was like that was a self-propelled one, and that was like eight hundred dollars.
0: Right, that's a little pricey. Um,
2: that's, that's pricey, and for the amount of grass I have, self-propelled just screams you're fucking lazy. Right. So, uh, that family member that's been borrowing my shitty ass plug into the wall orange black and decker thing that's, oh, that's me we are
0: talking about me. for that's
2: years me. to year, from years and years from family member to family member shall be receiving that this week so i don't have to drive over into the city with it strapped into the back of my truck anymore
0: i'm going to uh sell it on ebay as a uh, antique
2: well i already tell you somebody asked me about it one day i was driving down the street i was like oh i'm on my way to the antiques road show <laughs>
0: Chris, I saw you were uh, smoking some meats. What do you got going on there? How'd it turn out?
2: It was all right. Um I uh, I did some
0: <laughs> I did some pork
2: ribs and I we get a butcher box and uh there was a big I'm not a huge like pork eh Certain kinds of pork, really good, but other kinds, eh, pork loin, eh, shoulder, eh. You know, I'm a beef. I'm a beef man. I'm not a pork man. Um, So I have, I, I, in the last butcher box we got, we had this big hunk of pork, and I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to fucking do with this. And I took a look on the label, and it turned out it was a loin that was folded in half. So I took the opportunity to smoke that. It came out pretty good. Uh, I used, like, a shitty store-bought rub because I didn't have anything. Um, I do have a plan, though. Mm-hmm. Um, at this house, we're a big fan of, uh, oh, I think, yeah, I guess they are, uh, wrap snacks, uh, namely Little Boozies Louisiana Heat. Ooh. So I think the next time I smoke something in there, I think I'm going to grind up that bag of Little Boozies I got and coat them. Nice. Yeah, the uh, the plan is to to put it on Instagram and see if I get a little Boozy and come over to the house. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want that, but what's that?
2: <laughs> no, I don't think I do either. But I don't know, little. We list we listened to little Boozy for about five minutes last night, and we're like, yeah, no, we're good.
0: Wait, is your wife back?
2: No, she's not.
0: No, oh. I um.
1: Well, you got to
0: stick with those been. fatty meats, man, with pork. That's the thing with smoking. Yeah. Like the loin, yeah, you yeah. probably should have just thrown on the grill.
1: Eh,
2: whatever it came out all right what i did was i smoked it for a few hours i didn't smoke it like really long i think it was like four or five hours and then what i did was i just cooked it i turned the grill up and just barbecued it get that crisp and i just yeah and i just threw barbecue sauce and everything got a nice little char on it so it was almost like i was eating candy Mm. by the end of it but it was good it was all right i still got some of it upstairs and then today i threw a shit ton of chicken on there because i'll eat that like potato chips during
0: the course of the week
2: yes yeah, I don't do many. I haven't. I'm very uh, carnivorous these days.
0: That's good. That's you what know, I do. Mostly herb, protein. Not a lot of
2: vegetables
0: and. Uh... You no varg, No varge? No vegetable? Uh, I mean, yeah,
2: I do. But you know, I mean, sometimes I. will be honest with you. Since my wife's been gone, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't feel like cooking. Who am I cooking for? Me? I'm gonna saute those string beans and garlic for me. I don't give a fuck anymore, That's when dude. I cook
0: the best meals. Is for myself because my wife doesn't eat anything.
2: You know, well, my wife eats everything.
0: Oh man swap. So I just... <laughs> 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 just for the meals, bro. Just for the meals.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, whatever. Uh yeah, but she'll be home at the end of the month.
0: Excellent. Um what did I do this weekend? Oh, thanks for asking. Um We went to a barbecue where it rained the whole time. A um someone's mom, I believe, was there and she peed herself, I think. Um, we went to the margarita place on the corner because we okay. decided that was a good idea oh I'm sorry what did I say something wait 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 back, back
2: up we left him I mean was it like a um,
0: lose control of
2: your facilities because you're a million years old pee yourself
0: it was, or the was the kind of thing just, where like it just happens just and what are you do? so
2: fucking much that you piss your pants
0: no no I think it's more of an incontinence thing you know what I mean couldn't go couldn't couldn't hold it in I didn't tell anybody. This is the first thing I'm talking about it because I know it's not gonna get anywhere. Except for to the twenty people that listen. Thousand. Maybe
2: street, maybe 20, you'll be in deep shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that but, one um, person will be like, Oh my god, what else did they say about me?
0: Yeah, right. I'm not burying this person. It's shit happens, but it was just kind of funny. Um then we piss went to the markets. Yeah, piss does happen. Uh then we went to uh the bar around Le- to, to the corner on the corner to our house, had a few margaritas, which was a terrible idea because then I cooked all these chicken tenders, I left my keys in the front door, my wife doesn't remember anything after coming home, and uh, all day Saturday I just laid around and didn't do anything, I slept multiple times, we ordered, and I cook at home all the time, we ordered breakfast, so let me go through what I ate for breakfast, so we ordered tostadas, pork tostadas, you know what they are, right, crispy tortilla with like goods on it. Fucking delicious. Okay. Flat. Um. Then we and we also got a buffalo chicken crepes. So imagine like a sweet crepe with spicy buffalo in there. Had vegetables. Was huge. We also ordered a five stack of pancakes. Now you can calculate all the carbs. My wife ate about a half of the pa- pancakes, and then said that she wasn't feeling great and couldn't eat anymore. So I decided to eat it all. I ate more carbohydrates in one breakfast sitting than I have in probably a week. Okay, yeah, Chris, I see like you want to ask me a question.
2: Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, so let's see the night before, uh, eight hours before. Yes. First of all, just let me just say this. I have seen Jimmy and his wife. Sometimes that can turn into a path. Of fucking destruction. What do you mean? Them when they're barking. <laughs>
0: there's a lot of, there's a lot of waking up and things are spilled all over the place. Uh, I, definitely, I definitely spilled an entire beer and then blamed her yeah, because she was yeah, asleep. Yeah. And no one was going to yeah. defend my defend herself.
2: So, yeah. um, but so this is how I'm seeing it go, go down. So we drink margaritas the night before. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this is a indictment, but to excess, you got drunk, well, extremely we, drunk. Let's
0: put it this way: we, the party, we showed up at the party at three o'clock. We brought two 12 packs of Corona Light. Mind you, there was a bunch then, of different stuff there. Um, you can guess how much I ate, and uh, we drank all the <laughs> all the drinks.
2: All right, so have it just a time frame on beginning drinking and end drinking.
0: Between th- three, three to seven seven okay. hours, seven, hours. seven seven hours
2: sorry i was gonna say three to ten. no breaks so what i'm getting at is beer sugar food sugar margarita sugar
0: no food by the way Wait, i was just kidding
2: oh no oh, okay was all right so beer sugar alcohol did you say alcohol i'm not it's just alcohol sugar on sugar on body processing sugar 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 mm-hmm. sugar and sugar yes, yes, yes. fall asleep wake up pancake sugar insulin Mm. dump like you wouldn't fucking believe and then all of a sudden you feel like shit
0: you know when when I had the half stack of pancakes left over you know it comes with the you know the pancake syrup which is who knows that's just high fructose corn syrup
2: yeah it's corn syrup flavored sure
0: but that whipped butter it was all melted I took all the containers I ripped those things over I was dumping them all over it it was like swimming in an ocean of filth and I scarfed that shit down like a fat piece of shit it was Ooh, I, I I'm sorry
1: I it must me. have been one huge turd
0: Jim I'm still waiting for it to come out yeah Chris you were gonna ask um
2: so I had uh somebody over a friend over on uh on Sunday after I got done work met me here and this person uh, brought burgers and as a larf they decided to bring a pack of wall burgers they were the burgers they brought
0: because Wait, a larf wall what's a larf a laugh larf i thought it was just like get, i think it was, get, it was like i thought thing. it was like some kind of form of larping
2: no yeah. just to get a reaction out of me because they knew i would be disgusted by it they brought over a pack of wall burgers uh with um <laughs> the three of them on the box hmm. uh to which i wrote on the box Melton, You have Wahlburger 1, which is molten face, Wahlburger 2, which is pedo face, and Wahlburger 3, which is cunt face. Oh, Jesus. Um, I ate these things, and I woke up 3 o'clock in the morning with acid shooting out of my esophagus. Hmm. Like, you wouldn't believe.
0: And I honestly,
2: these things had no taste. So anybody thinking about buying Wahlburgers when they go to the store, I don't think they're fucking real food, to be yeah. honest with you.
0: Brandon, do you go to Lidl? Have you been to Lidl yet? Never been in a Lidl. I Lidl have. For, Lidl for meats, man. I'm telling you, cheap as shit, good quality meats. Big fan.
2: Well, we get the we get the the butcher thing, the butcher box. So that oh. that pretty much satisfies oh, it. Of... Lidl's a little bit out of my way.
0: Yeah, for me, it's go right to up Academy. mango out. It's not far. Yeah, we um uh, then sat around all day on. Although oh, there
2: night. is one in the Cherry Hill.
0: We watched uh, cooking shows all day Monday. So I'm going to make sausage burgers this weekend because I watched a cooking show that made them. They look amazing. But that's how my weekend was. My weekend was. We watch wrestling, too. Oh, by the way, I'm Jim, and I talk about as many Japanese promotions as I can handle in a week. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. First up, NXT. Great American Bash is coming. Chris, what do you got for NXT?
2: Yeah, Great American Bash lead-ins. Um...
0: What do I got good? What do you, What's the good stuff?
2: What do I got good. good? So there was a women's tag triple threat for the number one contender spot, which I thought was a really good match. Mm. Um, you had Io Shirai and Zoey Stark versus Shotzi Pigtails and Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, Chris, remind the
0: listeners uh, why she's called Shotzi Pigtails.
2: Because she's got those dumb pigtails, and I feel that they're gross. Why? It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I think your actual quote was no
0: adult woman should have pigtails.
2: No, no no adult woman should wear pigtails ever. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if you're on raw and dressing like evil, evil pigtail, black goo woman. No, I think it's great. I think it taps into this uh, creepy desire to have sex with whatever Brady, Cindy Brady. What was the little Brady? I don't know. It's fucking weird.
0: (laughs) Some people listening might not even know what the Brady's
2: are. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's two movies. I bet everybody does. They just don't know what the TV show was.
0: But Yeah. yeah, I mean,
2: I don't know. I just find it to be extremely creepy. And it's very like, or like when, um, it's the same thing. Like when women act kind of little cutie and it's fucking creep city,
0: dude. Brandon, thoughts on, I, thoughts on pigtails and also this match? You watched, right?
1: I did. Don't have too many thoughts on the match, but I'm anti-pigtail. <laughs> uh, we know that we have a, a creepy old subset of this audience. I don't think that that's a subset that they need to be leaning into. Mm. I thought the match was fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. I love it. So did time. I. I thought it
2: was excellent.
0: Yeah. It was quick and a lot of action and fast-paced. One of the things I talk about with um, when we talk about stardom a lot, I always say that the multi-man matches and the tag matches are really good because everything happens really quickly, and it's all over in about 12 to 15 minutes. And this was to make uh, Zoe Stark look really cool, and she did. She did that uh, like step-up step up top rope um, splash she did out to the outside. Man, she went fucking
2: flying. And she whatever. Took great that bumps, got- too that gut wrench into the go to sleep that she does. Yeah. That was amazing. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. She's going to be I a big star.
2: Ma- yeah. I think she is too. I called this match. Well, and, and I really don't believe this cause everybody looked good, but I was like, I'm watching a match. I was like, they should just call this match. Io Shirai makes everyone look like shit. Match. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's so fucking good and it's not like everybody else is just so bad. No, she's so head and shoulders above everybody that they have. I love men and women's division that she's just fucking
0: phenomenal. I love Dakota Kai selling, man. She is fucking amazing and making herself look like she got the living shit kicked out of her. Yeah. Every, every punch kick that she catches, she misses and runs into the turnbuckle, which she does that thing where she runs that uh, Bret Hart thing, where she runs straight forward into the turnbuckle. She looks like she gets destroyed, man. She is really good. Brent, any final thoughts on this match?
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Almost chaotic, almost too much, but uh, I enjoyed it. I think it was, you know, moving the whole time. Just enough. Entertaining start to the show. Yeah, I, I just want to
2: point out one thing that you were saying, like with the stardom, triple threats that they do. At no point was there this lull where it was a majority of the competitors were outside waiting their turn. It was so fast paced that you didn't even get a chance to look to see what was going on outside the ring. And I'll be honest with you, I had no point during this match knew who the legal people were. No. And it didn't matter. It didn't fucking matter. So, you know, there's a you hug that line between um ridiculousness with between spots and the match itself and then the actual like storytelling of the match. You hug that line and you don't quite go over it, and you throw all that shit away. And then there's, you know, times where you just fucking just do shit to do shit, and then you start looking for the story and not being able to find it. They weren't doing shit to do shit. It all had a point to it, and it was it was just an excellent match. And it didn't matter that there was a ton of shit going on at once because it all had an end game. And I really enjoyed it.
0: I gotta ask you, um, what's your thoughts on the play by play guy for NXT? I think he's terrible,
1: Brennan uh not too much it's not great, but it doesn't really bother me I don't care too much about the play by play guys I Why? Just, what do you got
0: I just I don't know he was just not doing well no, he didn't do well at all at what, at at what point me. at what point I think it was after a submission of some sort in this match he said she looks like she's out like out cold from what from the impacts of the legs being twisted or something what are you talking about it's hey. not very good.
2: What's his name? In my opinion, he's wearing on me too with their, uh, with their, uh. Britishman? Uh, yeah, Wade Barrett. Um, but it's, he, he's falling victim to the everybody since Jesse Ventura, uh, uh, heel announcer that is just like, oh, they didn't do that. Or that was, they had to, it was just like, it's this, um, uh. Counsel for the defense on the on the mic, where they just defend everything the heel does to no for
0: no point. I don't like, understand I don't, the concept of the heel announcer. I don't I don't get it. But neither this should be was. like if you're gonna do a heel announcer, just have them come and go like someone's manager, like they do in AW. You have, um, yeah, Cyrus the Virus comes and acts like a fucking dick and then leaves.
2: And then he leaves. I don't understand it either. It's been going on, but that's been their thing since the '80s. So yeah. I don't get it. He, right. that's, a Vince. that's a Vince thing.
0: Yeah, let's move on. That's the way he does it. What else you got?
2: Um, So I'm just going to go through this because none of this was really fantastic. All right, we'll talk about Isaiah Swerve Scott gets the win. He wins the North American Championship over Bronson Reed. Yeah. This, the main uh, event.
0: The screams that Bronson Reed's leaving, which we had a few minutes. That's that what I said. Yeah.
2: I I I don't know what they're going to do, but don't be surprised if we don't see because it is now what we're in the sixth months of the year. Don't be surprised if he disappears for six months.
0: Hmm.
2: He's got Royal Rumble written all over him. Right. I mean, he might do some dark matches or main event stuff or stuff that you don't really see or nobody really watches, but I would get, almost guarantee he's going to disappear till the Royal Rumble. Right. Um, I'm okay. kind of I'm kind of digging Bronson Reed. Not that I I just like that somebody like that is there. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm running around being a fan of championing for Bronson Reed, but he's like a modern day tugboat and he does it really well, Hmm. you know? So it's good to have that guy around. That's actually like, he's just a giant dude, but he's not a complete bumbling lumbering jackass. Right. And he can actually work.
0: We haven't seen top dollar work yet. Have we?
2: No, we have not. And I'm going to be honest with you. I I had in my notes, uh, look, this is the way I feel about the whole situation. Hit row, in, in my opinion, fucking DOA
0: already. I, I totally disagree. I think these guys are cool. Shit. I
2: don't get cool it. Don't man. get it. I think I they're it. fucking DOA. I think and I think the reason why I don't like them is because of the way the Top Dollar Well, first of all, let me ask you a question. Jim, who's better? Than, who's better than Top Dollar? No, Roger. you're wrong. It's not Nada. So I don't I don't I don't know. I think he should be a hard ass. I don't like him in this goofy role.
0: I think he will be holding their a record initial the run. whole time. It's goofy as hell. I love it.
1: Brandon thoughts. Yeah, I,
2: it's stupid.
1: Brandon thoughts. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with Jimmy on this one. I think Top Doll is entertaining, but I mean, I know what you're saying. If you've, if they're inherently goofy, but if that's not think- if that's not what you want, then yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: The, oh, the the woman with them is fucking gigantic. She was wearing huge heels. And I was watching the promo before this match. and I was like, there is no way she's not wearing heels. And she's still a giant. Like she had huge heels, yeah. but she was like towering over everybody else. That woman's um, huge. Good.
2: I uh, I just don't feel that Isaiah Scott is somebody that needs goofballs around them. It's the way I feel. You know what I mean? That's fine. I, this we dude doesn't need this dude. This dude doesn't need. A, I don't think that this dude needs a fucking
0: no, faction. Look, to counter your point, I think his faction needs him to make themselves seem important. That's the reason. Yeah, I guess you got to. point. We don't know there, who the fuck know. these people are if they're not with, if they're not on TV. with. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna, listen,
2: I'm going to tell you who they are right now. They are uh, best wishes in their future endeavors. All three of them, <laughs> well, guaranteed.
0: That's, 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 that's pretty much NXT when they go to the main roster. Brandon, Any more thoughts about that? Uh,
2: no, that's it.
0: Brandon? No, I thought it was a good match though. It was kind of goo- I liked that. Um, uh, what's the one guy's name? Shit, the goof, the Routine really goofy Ghost. one, the really goofy one. Oh, Ashanti the Ashanti the Adonis. When um when uh, the giant guy jumped through the, he says I'm gonna get him and he runs over and he smashed through the glass, and Ashanti the Adonis runs over and goes are you good, man? Are you good? He's like laying in the crowd. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a really good match. And it made friggin' um, Bronson Reed look like a monster. He took on the entire crew and he was only yeah. able to, he lost because he was overwhelmed. Eventually it was pretty good. <laughs>
2: I was just going to say like, be the dick and be like, well, he lost cause he's probably going to the main roster, but I get, I get what you're saying.
0: Well, yeah, of course he is. And no,
2: he's a great, he's great to have. A, I like the fact that, uh, Isaiah Scott has a belt. Yeah. You know, because he, I think I'm a big fan. He's, he, he's, he's great.
0: All right, go ahead, Chris.
2: I mean, the only thing I ever wanted, really wanted to bring up was, I mean, we had some stuff where, um, uh, Johnny Gargano kept trying to attack and Cross and getting beat up. It's always fun to watch Johnny Gargano get beat up.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. We had a, uh, promo with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Once again, Adam Cole comes out and kills it in a fucking promo, especially when he's screaming, get him off me. When he's oh, my God, knee, so good. In the, in the heel hook. And, you know, Smojo's just kind of watching. Uh, and then eventually he brings in the gang of dudes to to help him out. Um, still, in my opinion, probably the best. He could be one of the best all-around, all-around guys that they have uh, adam cole promo wise work right wise believability i mean he's just fucking great um does he go away after this match who's that adam cole i don't know you know i mean all, all, all i know insists... is the
0: all i'm basing my thing on going away was the rumor for a couple of weeks ago that both uh, yes oh i bronson, get, it. Bron- I get hold it on hold on let me let me let me explain to the listeners that bronson reed and karen cross were on smackdown uh dark dark tapings Good. Okay.
2: so uh yeah i mean that's and then we have uh roderick strong wrestles the spazziest dude on the face of the earth
0: this i don't that know what the, what the fuck was this what is what what
2: i i just have spasmen yeah roderick strong versus joe the spasman yeah I, I mean like what the fuck is this guy
0: no one looked good in this match
2: no, it just looked like shit. Oh no, somebody did look good. Um, the Japanese cat.
0: Oh, um, Suzuki. Yeah, he. Um, Suzuki. They put him he over on commentary, like, too.
2: Yeah, he just kind of looks around. He's serious business, you know. And uh, yeah. So I'm excited for that. And a really bad promo between Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa versus M.S.K. I didn't like that. He kissed him on the cheek, Jim. I loved it. I oh, loved so. it. And fat Tom already got knocked on his ass. That It was all okay until the kiss, the cheek kiss. And I was just like, oh,
1: really? Brandon, thoughts? This was my favorite part of the whole show. Yes! I got to admit. <laughs> I thought that, I thought that Ciampa was so entertaining and the, the kiss just sealed it. Dude, it looked, you can't, oh, man, it was, you it was can't like- get kissed and, and not do anything back, right? You've already lost at that point. If someone right. threatens you, and then kisses you. <laughs> you fucking hit him with something. I mean, yeah,
2: you can do something.
1: No, it was, makes no sense. I, I liked it. It was kind of like. Some, no, I, it was like If a you w- kiss me on the cheek, on. I I fucking rip your teeth out of your mouth. Go ahead, Brad. I'll, I'll let you talk. It's so like you've already lost at that point. If someone threatens you, then kisses you, and oh, you, I get what you're Like speaking. that, I get what you you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I thought this was great.
0: It reminded me a lot of like a uh, I don't know a um like an MMA like standoff like fucking weigh-in type weird shit where the guys yeah. were always doing weird
1: shit to each other to try to psych each other out yeah i don't yeah, know like this talking about that yeah you know and then he grins and he see it like i don't know i just thought they were good yeah Got it to... was
2: it had me until the cheek kiss but now that you said that i just i feel like it's you're right yeah once that you've lost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what do you do after that like you right. didn't do anything yeah, I got you on that
1: one. That's so a master. There's
2: a, not to go off on a tangent here, but like you said, talking about that, there's a woman in UFC that what she does is she talks a bunch of shit, and then she kisses her fist and puts it in your face, right? And then fights and gets beaten till she no longer looks human in just about every fight that she's fucking in.
0: Who is this person?
2: Uh, she's got a Polish girl, Joanna Tragic. Shirdrag- I don't know. Her last right. name I can't pronounce. You know who I'm talking about.
1: Are you going to me for a correct pronunciation? Yes. Yeah,
2: I have no idea. How
1: Joanna Janjicic. Janjicic. Yeah. I think I actually know who that person is.
2: Yeah. She got beaten until she looked like Sloth from the Goonies.
0: I got nothing else. Anything else to talk about? I don't think so, right?
1: Nah, I think we're done. No. Uh, the one thing I looking up the review that wasn't on the Hulu version, I, th- I think was this week, was L.A. Knight is going up against Cameron Grimes for the belt. But if L.A. Knight wins, Cameron Grimes has to be his butler. Yes. Ridiculous.
2: Yeah, well, that'll be in the – we're going to go through episode. Great American Bash stuff. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's
0: a yeah, episode. It's it. a fucking Seinfeld episode. All right, so let's talk about the uh, Great American Bash card, which is actually tonight, Tuesday. It's on a regular-ass episode of uh, NXT. Start from the bottom. Singles match for the NXT champion. Oh, I guess that's the... I guess it doesn't matter. We'll start from the top. Okay. Singles match. Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Two. Chris, go ahead. Thoughts?
2: I mean, it's kind of odd that they're having a singles match. They're just having a match after they've had the kill yourself, go through the floor match. Mm. Like, don't? Are you going backwards here? Mm. You know? I mean, look. It'll be a good match. It'll be fun, but it's kind of like story wise they're going in reverse. It doesn't make any sense. And I'll be honest with you, I don't really, not that interested in it anymore.
1: Could be a good match, but I don't.
2: Yeah, well, it it'll be it'll be great, but story wise, it's like really, hmm.
1: you know. Brandon, I kind of feel the same as you, Chris. Like I know that technically this is going to be great, but I'm not not particularly excited about it. But we'll see. Next up, tag team match for the NXT Tag Team
0: Championship. MSK, Fat Tom Hardy, and Wes Lee are the champs against Tomasa Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Chris, go ahead.
2: Uh, I think these guys are going to lose the titles. Or give them the. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, they're, no, they're not. They just signed these dudes. They're not going to take them off and give them the Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. But I don't know. I really don't know. This is, once again, I mean, I... It'll be interesting to watch. It'll be interesting to watch the wrestlers wrestle the guys that flip around. Yes. You know what I mean? And for like the old contrasting styles. Yeah, that should be interesting to watch. And the other thing is, is like, you know, the one thing about MSK is, is they come off like, like the babyface team that acts like heels and you should hate them, but you're supposed to like them. But that like they're framed that way, but they don't come off that way. You know, they're not really, in my opinion, they're not really hateable. I actually kind of like them.
1: Brandon, good. Champa and Thatcher winning. We just went over this. They've already lost. Mentally, they already they lost, already the, lost the fight. <laughs>
2: they already lost. That make, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I, I, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, I guess the, you know, who's the baby face? Nobody. All right, next yeah, up. It's a kind of... Go ahead, I'm sorry.
2: No, no, I was going to say, I was going to agree with you That's all.
0: Uh, Tag team match for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, The Way, with Candice LeRae and Andy Hartwell. Who are the champs versus Io Shirai and Zoe Stark? Chris, go.
2: I think they're going to retain.
0: I think we might be seeing the end of Io Shirai. I agree. Yeah. This is a match to make Zoe Stark look good. Yeah. Brennan? Yep. Same page. Yeah. All right. How about this one? Singles match for the Million Dollar Championship. If Grimes loses... He will become LA Knight's butler. LA Knight's the champ versus Cameron Grimes. Chris Kepp. It
2: this LA Knight. I mean, this has got this has got uh you know five minutes of filler on TV for weeks on end written all over it, right? I mean, like, what happens if Cameron Grimes wins? He's the champion. What happens if LA Knight wins? He's the champion, and then you have him on TV berating and treating Cameron Grimes like shit. So I'm gonna go with LA Knight on this right. one.
1: Brent. Yeah. Foregone conclusion. I'm right. I'm excited to see what these segments are like as Grimes the butler.
0: One, one way stipulations
1: well, too just screams that <laughs>
0: it's like if well, Grimes loses, he becomes LA LA Knight's butler. <laughs> LA Knight doesn't have to do anything. I, he just loses the title if he loses.
2: If I'm not mistaken, like we've seen this like become the other person's manservant a few times. And it usually gets abandoned <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah. Like, they'll do it for, like, a week, and then after that, it's like, oh, oh, that never happened. I think it happened with the Bellas one time, and it became a personal assistant. And yes. then it was, like, a week, and then they were like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore.
1: Right. Chuck Taylor was just a butler for a period of time. <laughs> he was. It was terrible. I mean, that's right, he, he was. It was terrible. Uh,
0: singles match for the NXT Championship. I guess this is the main event. Karrion Cross, the champ, with Scarlett. Versus Johnny Gargs. Chris, go ahead.
2: I'm thinking Johnny Gargs. think he wins? I don't know. I don't see – I mean, carrying Cross. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go against the grain here.
0: I think he sticks around. Or You think uh, Gargs wins and then Cross flies up to the main roster to be lost?
2: Yeah, I can see them taking the two of them at the same time. Yeah, that's possible. And then maybe he can learn where to put his other hand when he does his rear naked joke. It doesn't go over your ear. But, uh, yeah, let's, uh, well, what's going on with that? I don't fucking know. I really, it's really, he, you know, it's, I don't like it. It looks stupid.
0: Oh my God. I mean, when Johnny Gargano super kicked him and there was the crowd of dudes and carrying and across to the doing that, like his hands to his face like. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. No bueno, dude. So you think it's, who do you think, Brandon? I'll go cross. I'll go with the grain. Yeah, I'm gonna go across too. Maybe Garg sales. I don't think so. I think the way is a big event. I don't think I don't think they're gonna split them up anytime soon.
2: Maybe maybe Garg's will lose and he'll go, and Adam Cole will win or lose and he'll go, and then if we're lucky, maybe they'll resurrect the uh, cruiserweight division on Raw. Right. <laughs> God. <laughs> and put, pile all those dudes in. And then a year, shit can every one of them.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. I wonder where Fucking any of these understand. guys are going to end up. You know what I mean? We talked about it last week, but it's just like, where do they go? Well, I mean, a lot of people resigning, re-signing, but guys yeah, like the like Cruiserweight Classic dudes, where the fuck are they going?
2: So I would assume a lot of those guys, some guys will go back to Mexico if that's where they're from. A lot of those guys, they they brought in from Europe, England. They'll go back to England we all we've forgotten because since we've been doing this podcast, it hasn't existed. Indie wrestling. Yeah. Once you get that WWE tag on you, you're fucking money.
0: You're main eventing and one of their one. You're main
2: eventing. Yeah. I mean, your money, they'll pay you a lot of money just to show up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, um, once you get that tag on, Oh, WWE's. I don't know if he's got fired or not, but angel Garza. Oh,
0: no, angel he Garza did not get fired.
2: No, all right. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean, though. Like I, I think guys...
0: Angel Gonzalez. I know we're just generalizing that all the Cruiserweights got fired, but I think Angel Garza and Hector Carrillo, I think, have survived. Yeah, they remain roster dudes. Okay, you know what I, mean? I think they survived. Okay. But you see, you know what I mean, though.
2: Like once they just start once once you have that tag where you worked for them, that's it. You're good. And if I'm you doing, if, you'll be I'm making not... a grand to do a gym show a
0: right. couple if thousand hours. Might... I might be incorrect, but I think Angel Garza is actually San Almas Andrade's brother. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I think you're right. Garza Jr. and uh, Sobrano, right? Wasn't he? El Sombra. La Sombra. La Sombra. Pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Dork talk. Cool. All right, let's move on. Uh, Oh, are you? How excited are you for the Great American Bash, Chris?
2: Um, As excited as I am for every other week of NXT.
0: Brandon, you excited? No. How excited were you for FMWE, Brandon? That I was excited for that. that I opened up the pocketbook for that one sweet late as, late night. Sweet as ten bucks. It's fucking amazing. And then we pumped more money in to give tips to everybody. That's right. What? All yes. right, this is so, going to be okay. great, because I have let's no explain, idea. Let's explain what What's happened. Now, Chris here. missed out on this, and I forgot. Well, because
2: Chris can't stay up past 11 o'clock no, at okay. night, 100. and he got done work early and was going to watch it when you guys were talking about it, and then he fell asleep on the couch downstairs.
0: That happens. So, FMW, Onita was so disgusted by the performance by AW's exploding barbed wire match, whatever the fuck it was, that he was like, I'm going to show the world what explosions really are. So, he resurrected FMW e at a fish market or was it a fruit market it was fruit at the fruit, fruit market. market the fruit market which would look like a um somewhere you it looked like a garage that you park your car in concrete ceilings how tall do you think those ceilings were about 20 feet it wasn't a big place yeah. no <laughs> packed with people they oh god so brandon your stream started a little later than mine correct Did you have? I don't know. Was I behind you? I think so. Did you catch the um, Chubby Onita versus Fat Onita in the exploding tinfoil match?
1: No. I I think this is when I was still trying to to purchase it. It wasn't the easiest thing to purchase. It kept saying that I was located in Indonesia and I wasn't able to buy it. What were you doing (laughs) over the weekend? Did you fly out to Indonesia and didn't tell us about it? I didn't. I flew out to Bartow, Pennsylvania.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So this show, I mean, come on, Brandon. This was fucking fun. It was ridiculous. I laughed my ass off for the majority of it, except for the 65 minutes it took to set up the exploding barbed wire for the f- main event. That was got a little started wearing on me at one o'clock in the morning. But besides, yeah, that, besides that it was fucking ridiculous. So just to break it down a little bit, what happened? So the announce team, there was an English announce team and a Brit or and a Japanese announce team. The English announce team and the Japanese announce team were broadcasting at the same time. So it was just people talking. You couldn't hear anyone. There was a kid there. A mom and a kid. Brandon, this is your first time experience with something like this. What'd you think?
1: Yeah, the announcing it just sounded like someone was talking behind you the whole time. Like it just it's just kind of coming in, in and out. You can't really hear any of it. But it the poor quality, I think lent into its charm. I think it it made it even funnier and more enjoyable, whereas if this was like a fantastic production, I don't think it would have came off as well. Uh, They just about fell asleep during the 55-minute intermission. That was my only gripe with it, but as soon as it started back up again, I was immediately laughing my ass off the first time I leaned into the ropes. That gigantic explosion happened. Um,
0: The double barbed wire baseball bats. The exp- the explosion is so fucking astronomical that there's smoke yeah. throughout the entire fucking place.
1: You can't see shit. You can't see anything. Anything. There, are cameras, like people. If you were there, you missed a bunch of it because the whole place was covered in smoke. Covered in smoke. They're still wrestling Somebody in the background, or... yes, we'll so, so the spot, they're still, still oh,
0: the so, so, so they're still wrestling in the background where all the smoke is happening. You'll see like a, a flash of flames out of nowhere, and you're like, Yo, you don't know what the fuck happened. And then, um, what's his name? Abdul Kobayashi is on the on the ring apron with Onita, and is going to do his DDT that he always His famous DDT. Onida does like three moves, by the way, if you're unfamiliar with him. Brandon just learned about that <laughs> this, this week. So he goes to do the DDT, and Kobayashi just falls onto this giant thing that took... I have 55 minutes to set up. This thing is full of barbed wire and explosives. He lands on it. The explosion is so fucking big that the smoke is just everywhere. The crowd is like moaning and like scared shitless for their lives. A couple of people ran away. This, fuck it, this shit was wild. It was amazing and totally worth the thousand yen
1: that we paid for, it, which is about nine dollars. Branded. That's what I mean by charm. Like there was nothing funnier than what, like, because you literally watch them build the entire ring. So you watch them invest twenty five minutes into laying this table out, wiring it up, putting all the barbed wire on top, and then Kobayashi just accidentally slips onto it, and totally blows the spot. So (laughs) the explosion is so big that ends like there's like. Five minutes of, of just – they had to stop everything until the smoke would just clear out of this fruit market. It was
2: Jim, was this the gift that you sent me or the video that you sent me? Maybe. The I don't fell. know. Yeah, yes, that
0: just, was it. Just, <laughs> yes,
1: that was it. And then oh. it just – and then it breaks, and, and the, the smoke ruined the stream, and, and we missed like 15 minutes at the end. So, <laughs> no,
0: what I think happened was that like on the advertisement, it said it started noon Japan time and ended at like 3 or something. I got to forget. So I think that was their allotted time in the stream, and I think we got cut off at the allotted okay. time because it like ended exactly
1: at 2 a.m. Setting up.
0: So we That's missed, like, one, at the, the end, Onida gets burned on
1: alive. What's happening? That yeah. <laughs> That's not what Onida posted on Instagram. He said it was due to the explosions and smoke that they had technical difficulties. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? <laughs> the feed was awful. Dude, it was totally yeah, worth the ten bucks.
0: And it was funny because they had, uh, uh, during the feed, they had, like, a uh, a chat. And The chat was basically you hashtag FMWE and your your tweet showed up on the thing and there were so many people complaining this feed looks terrible this looks awful It was fucking I 10 think, bucks it dude. was ten fucking dollars it was so much fun you paid people paid ten dollars a month to get WWE network and they hated every fucking minute of it. We got ten dollars a month plus we spent more money because we ticked like, these guys yeah I pay like I don't even know
2: what I pay for fucking cable. Right
1: it's I don't want to fucking cra- trash right. Brandon, explain the tipping system. I thought that I was purchasing an explosion gun, but I guess I, all I did was ended up giving them an, an extra <laughs> an extra 20 bucks just to see what happened but it I was worth it just for the excitement I got when I bought my the explosion gun. And then I get a text from Jimmy at 2 o'clock in the morning going, did you just purchase a weapon? And I'm like, yes, yes, I
0: did. And what was your name on there? Butterbean. And I was Don Fry. Yeah. I, I tipped two of the wrestlers. I tipped, uh, what's his Top name, oji the old man, who was amazing. And Nene, who was the in the women's match, who just sold the whole match. But a dude won the women's match, by the way. It's fucking stupid. But so, overall... Let me... Go ahead, Chris. Any questions? Go no, ahead.
2: no, no, no. Finish your story, and then I'll just give you the epilogue of this whole thing.
0: Okay. Amazing. So much fun. I can't wait for him to do another one. Uh, at the end of it, Onita got burned alive by Mr. Pogo's protege. I found out the next morning because it was not live in the stream because it got cut off. Shadow MX burned him alive. It looked insane. Go ahead, Chris.
2: So I just want to set this up. So I fell asleep. <laughs> I woke up, and there were 33 missed texts on my phone. <laughs> and then I looked at them. I was like, oh, it's all this bullshit. And then I look, fell asleep again. I woke up in the morning, and I think there was another, like, 40.
0: <laughs> Dude, we were <laughs> having of You guys sleepers. were going
2: – I was reading you guys going back and forth, and I was like, man, you should have stayed the fuck up for that.
0: Well, you could see at one point I'm just texting Brandon because I'm afraid he fell asleep. So I just keep
1: texting him stuff to make sure that he's weak. <laughs> he should have called you instead. I almost went down went down during the the second hour long intermission. But yeah, it was highly entertaining, worth the ten dollars. Yeah. Just to laugh. I hope they I hope they never leave the fish market, fruit market.
0: Every match should be in a low ceiling fruit market. I also checked the weather. Did I send you the weather? It was like seventy degrees and ninety eight percent humidity. Ugh. <laughs> like it was really a swamp in that joint with the smoke yeah. and fire. <laughs> Oh, my God. And those out-of-shape dudes, Onida smoking cigarettes, like, it was probably, it smelled so bad in that joint, I'm sure. Man, it was a lot of fun. Oh, my
1: God.
0: At one point, there's there was, so this uh, British wrestler whose name escapes me, I don't really care. He's a deathmatch guy. He's in uh, Big Japan. And he's Nick doing Gage. the English commentary. He ends up jumping out. He gets called out to join the women's match. And this woman from the crowd just, she's British. She ends up doing the color commentary. For us. Like, it was so fucking weird. There was so much weird shit going on. It was amazing.
1: People running away in horror once the first explosion <laughs> went off was probably one of the highlights of the night.
2: So so what you're saying is, is between Braun Strowman calling that kid out at WrestleMania to be his partner... And then the British girl doing color commentary out of the crowd. There's still a chance that if I go to wrestling, they're gonna call me out of the crowd to wrestle for the championship <laughs> as they run out of people.
0: Yes, I I was I went to uh, see DDT in New York when they were here for WrestleMania, and I wanted to get I wanted Dino to make out with me so bad. He picked other people. I wasn't good good looking oh. enough. It's a shame. Let's move on. <clears throat> Next up, the wrestling retro we re- re- rewind say that three times fast i was given the duty to select this week it was my turn but i picked it because of fmwe and now that we talked about it and how exciting it was and if you get a chance to check it out you can still rent it it's 10 bucks i selected Onita versus terry funk from may five yeah may 5th 1993 i say go watch the brett fmw version on youtube it's the cleanest version there is a uh, little background on this. Um, this was, these used to originally came out in VHS. So the version we get is like this edited version with, with music, but you can still keep hearing the wrestlers talk. Now, Brandon, this, you're not very versed in FMW. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this ridiculous match. Go ahead.
1: Um, Yeah. Bell to Bell. Not a lot of moves happening. I don't know. People will probably yeah. People will probably say there's a lot better work rate in uh, the Moxley versus Omega one, but <laughs> this was highly <laughs> substantially more entertaining. The Terry Funk selling the shit out of Onita, someone around the ropes. Well, first of all, um, Onita coming out and Terry Funk like stalking him around, and then that lock up immediately. It's like the intensity of like. W- the pre-first explosion intensity is awesome because you really don't know what it's going to be like until it finally goes off and you're like, oh shit, this is so, this is a massive explosion. <laughs> so Chris, much fun. Uh, go ahead, keep, uh, yeah. You go. No, you keep going. I don't, I don't want to cover the whole thing. Someone else could go. Chris, through the go whole ahead. Thing, Your but... thoughts. Well, you know,
2: I've seen this. This wasn't the first time watching this. I think I saw this when you first saw it, Jim. Mm-hmm um you know terry funk legend you see why even when he's an old man he can't move i mean the dude psychology selling um i think he only even gets he manages to avoid getting thrown into the barbed wire except for one time yeah right
0: he only eats the barbed wire once
2: yeah um the one thing that always stood out (laughs) to me obviously was the fucking ref wearing a samurai trash can yeah
0: that's to protect him from the flames Chris
2: um now I had this confused with another match I thought it was another match when the referee died yes that was a different match right okay I don't know if that
0: was that might have been Mr. Pogo it may have been yeah
2: um I mean look you you covered it (laughs) It's, it's, you know, it's, it's Terry Funk, who's an absolute legend, great psychology. Like you said, he stalks him around the ring. Then we get to the five minute mark and the klaxon never stops. (laughs) Imagine being there and that fucking thing going off for five minutes. Right? And I'm thinking, like, I'm watching it, and it clocks on the bottom of the screen and I'm like, oh, okay, 30 seconds, this will stop. Okay. Four minutes, it'll run. No, it goes <laughs> off for fun, the whole, the rest of the match. Onita gets the win. I can't even remember how. He, <laughs> Did he tease him? I don't know.
0: A powerbomb. I think he beats him with a powerbomb. Power yeah, bomb. I yeah, think he powerbombs. That's, that's his finisher, the powerbomb.
2: And, you know, uh, the finish happens, he's way too noble to leave Terry Funk to his death. Um, so he goes in to save him, can't save him. Terry Funk does his classic at one point the sloppy forearms to the back when mm-hmm. he's getting beat up. Yep, and then and and, and look, this is not my opinion because I love this match. I loved it when I saw it. the first time, I loved it now. But man, I watch it and I just butted my after it all happened. I went. Fuck, this is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like that was the only way to. Do. Doesn't mean I hated it. I loved it, but fuck, man, it was so. Because Anita, you forg- I forgot. Like Onita, remember he was so dramatic. Yes. He was always crying and fucking crawling on the ground, trying to sell shit that didn't need to be sold. This is oh, fucking man. insanity. So I just, I just looked at it. I said, "Fuck, this is just so stupid." <laughs> And then I went on and I watched the rest of the wrestling I had to watch with the suit. But uh, yeah.
0: yeah, it was fucking classic. I uh, yeah, I like the part at the beginning where Terry Funk's acting like he doesn't know what the rules are. And he goes up to the ref and he goes and he's you can't really hear what he's saying, but he's saying like basically signaling and pointing to the ropes and then going boom 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 meaning it's gonna blow up and then the referee's saying yes. <laughs> and then he points at the other rope and he goes boom 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 and the referee goes, Yes, yes, yes. Also Terry Funk, um getting the crowd to lose their shit by, like, balancing near the barbed wire like he's going to fall into it and stumbling all over the place. The crowd was losing it. They totally believed that someone was going to die in this match. Yeah. This is fucking awesome. I love it. It's great. Do not watch it for work, Raider. You fucking crazy. It's FMW. It's amazing. (laughs) So good. Cool. Anything else to talk about on this one? Brandon. I...
1: I think probably my favorite part of the whole video is after the explosion goes off, they pan up to a face, and this, like, guitar riff comes yes. across, and it's like, <laughs> like... It's, like, very
2: dramatic. <laughs> and then he starts crying.
1: <laughs> I didn't know what was going on post-match there, where Terry Funk... I don't know if you guys watched that far, but Terry <laughs> Funk says he wants the... Uh, a rematch with the teacher's rules or something like that. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about, but I Anita's mean, like crying. They won't shake. Funk won't shake his hand. Yeah. He's like just staring there and, and shock and all, but I didn't know what he was talking about with that. I don't either. Who cares? Then He
0: walks, yeah. out, back. He walks out back and he reaches into the fence. There's fucking yeah. teenage boys are freaking the fuck out that he's there. Oh, oh, and he reaches it's out, not- he shakes their hands and he screams some, something completely incoherent and walks back inside a legend. Still going strong at 50-some years old. Sad news about this, though, is Terry Funk, it just came out today, actually, or in the last two days, Terry Funk suffering from dementia. So it's on a rough roll, road into his 70s. He made it to his 70s, though. A lot of wrestlers don't make it that long. With as much damage as he has done on his body. All right. Yep. RIP Terry Funk soon.
1: He's almost 80, 77.
0: Yeah, Jeez. yeah. To yeah. me, he made it, man. Good for him. He'll be dead soon. Um, <laughs> do you want to pick? Some, who's next? <laughs> Brandon, you're up.
1: Yeah. So I picked for next week. We're going to review Uh, respect to the recently fired Tyler breeze, NXT takeover Brooklyn, Tyler breeze against Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, I thought you, this was my, my wheelhouse with Japan, but we can take it. Yeah. Well, it's on NXT. So doesn't matter. <laughs> Jushin
0: Thunder Liger. You got a date on that?
1: Mm, it's Takeover Brooklyn 2015. I don't have okay. the exact date. Got it. I'm just gonna write it in the notes and August good.
0: 22nd, August 22nd. So if you guys are watching along, Tyler Breeze versus Jushin Thunder Liger next week. Takeover 2015. Would you say it was August 22nd, correct? 22nd. August 22nd. Yeah. Cool. This is a good one. This was a big deal when he came over. The guy worked three shows that weekend, including one for WWE. It's fucking crazy. Crazy. Yeah. All right. What's next? Selena Vega got re-signed with WWE. After all the um, hubbubaloo trying to create a union, then she re-signed. Any thoughts? Chris, I'll let you go first.
2: No, I mean, you know, I, I really don't know. Yeah, well she was long before the big re Yeah, that was last year she got fired. Uh yeah. I mean Did she get
0: fired or did she did she No,
2: they they let her go. Oh, they let her go. I don't think I don't think that her contract expired. Right. Um but uh you know Vince is big on the old oh I hate you now, I love you now, and whatever. I mean, maybe he just saw
1: some need for her and brought her back.
0: Hmm.
1: You know. Brandon. I'm reading here, it says Lena Vega fired after launching OnlyFans account. I did not know that that was a thing. But, yes, uh, yes, it was because... and yeah, that wasn't the end of her career.
0: Yeah, WWE, um, <laughs> WWE did a sweeping statement where they were telling their talent that they could not do OnlyFans or any kind of monetary... They couldn't collect money on their WWE name because it was owned by WWE. And then WWE decided to say, like, well, if you're going to do it, you have to do it under this certain platform and selena Vega was like no i'm not doing that <laughs> that platform was not only fans yes she was like nope i'm not doing that i'm gonna mm-hmm. keep going so they let her go well it, it first was it, yeah,
2: yeah i mean it was an odd thing because you had a lot of people like you would hear or see people complain and saying oh well, they're not letting them make money but yo, when you're mercedes renato nobody knows who you are you're fucking sasha banks that's the name that they gave you that they own. Mm-hmm. So you can't just start a Twitch under the name that another, that a company owns and make money off it. It just doesn't work that way, right or wrong. It's just the way it is. And that's what they were telling them to do. And then eventually they caught up, I guess they caught up with what was really going on. Like, oh, wait a minute. This is a thing. Cause I think they're, I think, I mean, we talk about it in a bunch of different ways, but I think they're, you know, we all know that the guys that run that place, I mean, you look at who it is, Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard. They're not up to date on what the kids are doing these days. Right. right? I don't I know. Mean, if, I
0: don't know if their oversight committee is as strict as it maybe someone else's would be if your bosses are yeah. 50 plus years old and white men.
2: Right. So, I mean, right. for them, the, I'm sure they were probably like, you know. Twitch? What is this Twitch? She's got a Twitch? I never saw her Twitch. You know what I mean? Like, So it's like, I don't know, it's a very odd deal. Because it's like, can you apply rational corporate thinking, which in my opinion is 90% of that is irrational, but rational corporate thinking to the WWE? It's tough. Fucking lunatic at the helm.
0: Right. Gotta be you curious. know,
2: and it's carny, carny city. Uh It's just very <laughs> odd. Um, but, yeah, she stood up for herself. She was also talking about unionizing. That was a big thing.
0: Yeah, that uh, was a, that was a big thing.
2: That was the big thing. And uh that went away because I think maybe some of these people realized well, maybe that's not a big, great idea.
0: Well, they might have realized that, uh, maybe I want to keep my job and I don't think long. Yeah. Time. Yeah. AW, well, well AEW yeah. made a lot of promises and they're not fucking coming up with them either. So I think this is still a very carny business. It's going to take a long time before a union shows up.
2: Well, yeah. And, you know, not to get off into a giant thing, but that always like, here's the thing. When somebody's paying you and then you join a union, that person that's paying you is always going to make more money than you make right? So what's going to happen? All the money he loses by having to pay a certain rate or give you health insurance, he's it's just going to end up, the the people that get in later are just going to get paid less.
0: Or you get so, like, how oh, could you make too much money? The other the other like be, a, like, if you pay somebody a certain amount, at starting, and they're part of a union, yeah. and the other people join a union, you have to match the rate.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, it's like, a, you know, one of the problems they're having with rehiring people in the United States is that These companies are coming back. They treated their employees like shit, and they're trying to pay them the same rate. And some people are saying no. Or some people are actually demanding a higher rate. Like, no, I want to work for this much. And they go, nope. Because they realize that they're going to have to pay this somebody a certain amount, and they've got to hire everybody else after them at the same amount, or else they're not going to get anybody.
2: So hold on. So what you're saying is is that – the reason why they're having a hard time hiring people isn't because everybody's lazy and they're making more money in unemployment.
0: No, that's fucking stupid. That's okay, fucking I, stupid just,
2: I just, I just, I just wanted to clarify that. <laughs>
0: that's such a stupid argument.
2: Well, not only that, but you end up in a job that you fucking hate, and then that job goes away for a short period of time. And what happens? You are forced to pivot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you go, wait a minute, I really like this guy. Ah, maybe I make the same amount of money, but they don't treat me like dog shit. Like the kid I saw walking across the Walmart parking lot ripping his Walmart smock off, screaming "Fuck this place!"
1: <laughs> it sounds like made a couple of those jobs. Did you actually see that?
2: Yeah, I was in a, I was in a park. I was, uh, I was gassing up, and there was a kid walking across the Walmart. And I, I was tempted to pull over to him and say, "Yo, bud, everybody's fucking hiring now. You have all the cards in your hands. Right? Don't worry about it." Because one of the things that we always had growing up, and I don't know if this was the same thing you you, Brandon, but what we had growing up is we would have these shit jobs and we were told that you couldn't quit them. Hey, work at Pizza Hut. Work ten months, get a ten cent raise. <laughs> You're still not making five dollars an hour. You can't lose your job. It's the greatest thing ever.
0: Yeah. I was gonna I mean, be a giant ja- make- I got a job as a janitor. I was gonna be a janitor for my entire life. Yeah. New Year's Eve came around and I didn't want to work, I quit. <laughs> I quit so many fucking jobs. Yes.
2: And I believe the quote is one of the best courted, feelings of all
0: time. Fuck that shit. I ain't going. Yep. Fuck that shit. I ain't going. And I think I did it, went into a whole lyric about it, but I don't remember it. Yeah, it is one of the greatest feelings ever, quitting a job. One time I worked at Toys R Us, and a woman called me an idiot. So I cursed and screamed at her, ripped my smock off, and then went down the toy aisle and just wiped out the entire toy aisle of toys. One, one time
2: I worked at Toys R Us and they gave me so few hours that I quit and I wasn't working there for almost a week and a half and then I didn't show up for a shift like a week, almost a week and a half later and they were like, are you coming to work today? And my response was I haven't even looked at my schedule I decided I was never coming back Is this the next day I was scheduled? <laughs> a fucking week and a half
0: later It was, it was always we great during Christmas hour,
2: gonna have a two, three hour podcast on all the jobs I've had, how I was treated like shit, at all yeah. of them, and all the jobs I've fucking quit. And I'll be honest with you, and I think a lot of people have this problem is, is because you're given a job and you my nature is to not I'm, I'm an employee. Uh, you hired me The cut my end of that contract. You're giving me money. My end of that contract is just to do the best job I can for you. I've never been able to, I haven't been able to fuck off at a job since I was like 18.
0: You know what I mean? To all the jobs I've had before. Brandon, you got any good quitting jobs, uh, quitting a job uh, story before we move on to the Meltzer?
1: I don't think any good quitting job stories. I I, I usually would like – I remember I missed game seven of that Flyers Bruins series fold and close at a gap outlet, and that was like – that was the, the straw, last straw for me there. I paved one driveway and then never went back to that job. Um, You got to know your worth, you know? Yeah. You don't feel like doing it, don't do it. Who cares? Especially when you're like 17. I worked at a Burger King for one shift. Went to a house
0: party <laughs> and got attacked by a German Shepherd and never went back. I forgot you I was, worked
2: at Burger King. I
0: did one day. I
2: worked. Burger King. Burger King. Look, what the fuck kind of job is
0: that? Well, I I just. Yeah. Our parents insisted we get a job, so you get a shit fucking job to shut them up.
2: Just to shut them up, and then, <laughs> then other things would happen once you got your fucking paycheck from
0: said shit job. Yeah, they would. They would. They would tie us, fucking bitch ass motherfuckers. I hope they're dead. All right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> so, um, so did you, speaking of Selena Vega. That's, about... 20 minutes ago before we started talking about quitting jobs. Um, So she called out Meltzer for being a fucking liar. And then Meltzer decided to attack her online and on his fucking podcast thing.
1: I don't have the details of this up. Brandon, you got thoughts on this? (laughs) I, I refuse to listen to this. I saw that he was just calling her fucking stupid again and again. Or, or Didn't something call her by name, podcast.
0: but said that someone that would, someone that would accuse all dirt cheap people of being like liars and scumbags. Well, calling them dirt. Well, I'll call them dirt cheap people. That well, he
2: did
1: too. You're fucking, you're fucking stupid. That's what he was saying. And then this was the same argument where he used the the Melter Special, which is the, a lot of people in the 1980s would read my newsletter and then also the bookers of the year of the award that I select the winner to read the dirt sheet. So I'm not full of shit. That's his like favorite defense. He does That's it. Like he does it anymore.
0: multiple times a year. I'm not stupid because bookers used to listen to me in 1986.
1: The, the guys that I choose the people that to I see be s- the best because I know that they subscribe. So that I can continue making this argument.
0: My 1,000 subscribers it. also agree yeah. with me. <laughs> Chris, thoughts?
1: God, man, this guy is just a fucking
2: moron. And <laughs> then to listen to somebody call somebody uh, stupid for saying anything, and the words, they don't make any sense. Yeah. He's fucking stuttering. He's backpedaling and re-explaining. He's a fucking jackass it's, it's fucking dis- he's disgusting what and he's did- now he's it's starting to happen i'm sorry jim but it's starting mm-hmm. to happen where he's now getting systematically ripped down by women on like a monthly basis mm-hmm. that a woman <laughs> is coming out and saying you're a fucking scumbag and when women like when a woman a ver uh, uh a woman comes out and calls you a fucking scumbag you are a scumbag mm-hmm. very rarely in those situations You know, uh, look, if anybody just has one word description of you, it's usually not being embellished. Like, I'm not even going to get into this scumbag. That's it. Not like some kind of ridiculous explanation on why and what would happen. And and this goes for men and women just through dealing with human beings on a regular basis. Like I do. You learn this stuff. And yeah, when somebody goes, that guy's a fucking idiot. Guess what? You're probably an idiot
0: point I made on Twitter, and maybe you guys agree with me, is that Meltzer would never, it, first of all, benefits no one for him to argue with wrestlers online, to argue with anyone online. He should be above the fray on this. But to argue with wrestlers in a like their cloistered society that they live in, it does not benefit him to argue with Zelina Vega. Also, would he do this if it was a man? I say absolutely fucking not. He would not come, become this aggressive and attack her, like attack a man no, like wouldn't, this. He
1: wouldn't. Yeah, you think he's he's telling Drew McIntyre he's fucking stupid? Right. Well, I don't, I don't
2: know. know. Drew McIntyre doesn't have a sword anymore, so he wouldn't be able to stab him.
1: But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah, Meltzer sucks. Funny. I don't know what the fight was about, like why she was calling him out to start. I, I missed that piece of it. I don't remember. He was saying now, something. If I, the
0: root of it, I think. Go ahead, Chris, if you think you remember off the top of your head.
2: If I, no, if I remember correctly, she just called somebody a liar.
0: I think he was and saying he, that she was going being to, okay. a fucking
2: liar, automatically assumed it was him. And yeah. an egomaniac
0: uh, yes. assumed I think, it was him. I think that he said she was going to AEW. And he, she was like, no. Don't, no. She basically said like... Don't believe, you know, Meltzer reports this, don't believe this person, they're a piece of shit, basically, without saying his name, but since he was the one that reported it, it's him. Right. You know what I mean?
1: It's not, it's not like we're, uh, like, this is the big dog, the, the main news source, and he makes a mis- journalistic mistake sometimes, and we're picking on him. This guy is, like, almost weekly, completely unable to do his job. And getting his spot fucking blown up by people for it, like he's really having like weekly meltdowns mm-hmm. here.
0: Imagine if Uh-oh. like um. We have to keep talking. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, who's the big NHL reporter? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, fuck, what's his name? Coach. Is it? He's on like CBC. I don't remember. Imagine, I'm trying to think. Who's a big reporter, like uh, for the NFL? Name like a named reporter for the NFL or um, MLB. Adam Schefter. Okay, so imagine he did what Meltzer does. Would anyone believe him if he was just like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Fit uh, plans change. Uh, the Eagles are gonna sign fucking I don't know some famous guy who I have no yeah, idea right. who they are. But then it doesn't happen. He goes, ah, well, plans changed. Is anybody gonna believe him? Why do we believe him? Why were we? Why is this guy given such a leash?
1: Yeah, and the entire the entire backbone of that job is that you can't post something until you know that it's true and you've reconfirmed it and verified it. That's the standard that every journalist that's doing that kind of thing is held to. And this guy's just like swinging all over the place. Could happen. Couldn't have happened. I don't know. Maybe they. Maybe it changed. Maybe it didn't. Who knows? It's Carney City, man. That's that's
0: what it is. Welcome to Carney City. Kitty City. I mean, He's also
2: not, you know, he's he's not a member of the media. He doesn't have any position with the actual media. So he can't just, you know, he, it's not like, like, you know, what are you going to do to him? He's said he's literally, you know, you hear this, this all the time. He's literally a dude in his basement.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like what, what he's just yeah. managed to be one of the only dudes in his basement for all these years. So he's stuck around.
0: He's mad at Zelina Vega because she's a woman, and he's a cuck. And
2: he's a fucking cuck.
0: He's fucking hideous. He wears his fucking pants up to his tits.
2: He's got fucking weird bumps all over his face and a tongue that moves in a million different fucking directions. Fuck that guy. He's a fucking scumbag, incel, and his fucking cousin or sister loves tennis. Cousin. End of
1: story. Roger
0: Federer. Cousin. Roger Federer. His ex-wife is getting fucked by Roger Federer while he's recording in the basement. All right, let's move on.
1: He's a freaky, freaky dude. <laughs> Brandon, AEW. AEW happened. Positives. What What did I like about this? I'll tell you what I liked about it. Uh, it looks like we're finally heading towards this Kenny Omega versus Adam Page thing that we've been circling around through the entirety of 2021. And in, I have said before on here, it's often made some of the matches feel somewhat meaningless because we know we're heading towards this. So I'm happy that like let's get it let's get it on with. I'm tired of watching Adam Page wrestle random Team Taz guys. Miro continues to be entertaining as a TNT champion week after week. He had a good uh, solid match. with Brian Pillman just kind of choked him unconscious. I and I enjoy watching him work each week. Um and then Andrade El Idolo is making his debut. Next week against Matt Seidel. Does any of that interest any of you guys? Any thoughts, questions, concerns? Chris, go ahead.
2: Well, I'm excited to see Andrade on TV. That'll be awesome. Uh, against Matt Seidel, I really don't give a shit. But I It should, mean, be,
1: it should be, can, be a
0: good match, though. It should be fun. Yeah,
2: it should be a good match. I mean, I'm just not a huge Matt Seidel fan. But, oh, yeah, is you know, anybody? Is anybody, exactly. He's yeah. a mid it's all he is, you know, and I don't think he, he doesn't pretend to be anything to what he is. Guy's been in the business for 20 years, so he kind of he must know something about what he's doing. he has been around forever. This should be fun just to see Andrade on TV again and actually in a position in which he can shine as opposed to, you know, um, nine, seventeen. Uh, with with a commercial break in the middle of a
0: four-minute match. Well, there's so, no guarantee okay. we won't get a commercial break on AEW. Oh, no, I, we'll I get after.
2: a commercial break, but you understand what I'm saying. That, yeah. there, the, the, no, I think there's a guarantee that we will get a commercial break because he's probably going to open the fucking show.
0: Right. I uh, I do. uh I like the Miro match. I, Pillman looks really still really green. He screwed up a couple times in this match, but it was still a lot of fun. He looked good in it, though. He looked like, okay, this guy's an up-and-coming talent. He might not be ready now, but see next year he might be a lot better. You know what? I
2: I I will give AEW credit with this too, man. They constantly like they remind you that these guys are really young, Mm -hmm. right? So they're not trying to say, oh, this guy's so great, he's so great. No, he fucks up, but not and it's not they they don't time it out towards like, oh, he screwed up. Make sure you remind him, but he'll be like through the whole match. That's the story. This is AEW. A lot of these guys are really young. They're up and comers. And most of them lose
0: most of the time. Right, which is good. You, you know, know what them, I mean? Which do, is good. You watch them build and get better.
2: Right. Right. The Go one good thing they have. They have oh, one no. good thing they have going. It's, I'm sorry.
1: They just, it's one good thing they have going for Go Good, Yeah, we've talked about that. It's like you know, these are the. This is the clunkiness that we want. It's like them, you know, building guys up and and going somewhere with something.
0: Yeah, they don't was... have like a, you know, it's not like they have a developmental system where they can put them on TV, fake TV, for two years. You know what I mean? Now they have it. Their system is, we got young guys, they're working behind the scenes, and then you throw them on TV and see how it goes.
1: Exactly. Good. I I don't know if this is an opinion that I, that I am alone in holding, but guys that that do silly facial hair. Doesn't that often feel like it's a supplement or a replacement for having an actual personality? Yes. Yes. To be like, to be like, oh, I'm uh, the handlebar mustache guy. Now, am so not like, surprised.
0: What's the difference between like having a handlebar mustache and like people say that you know luchadors don't have characters because all they are is a mask? What's the difference? Like, I don't get it. You know? Yeah, Chris.
2: No, I agree with you. Um, having a mustache or having a beard, uh, contrary to what a lot of people I've run into think, that's not a fucking personality.
1: Uh-uh. Go ahead, Brandon. We got a couple of these people working this evening, huh? We start the show with the the young bucks who are, have gotten into the just for men and and are playing with razors. Clearly, uh, wrestling against Kingston and Penta, and uh, as soon as soon as you know you're getting a match, that's oh, this is a match, but it's not against the champions, but it's not for the championship. It's for a chance to win the championship. Terrible. Terrible. terrible.
0: Fucking terrible.
1: I hate
2: this stipulation. This is the fucking anger that went through me when I fucking started watching this show. And it's like, so what you're going to do is, and I timed it out, you're going to give me 20 minutes of a match to give me the right to watch that same fucking match over again next week or whenever for 30 minutes so we're going to do a rerun that's even longer than the first episode you watched right unbelievable man
1: it's counterintuitive to anything that you would want to see the spray showed up again we got aerosol cans a ton of cheating and it's like yeah it's awesome that's great penta and Kingston have have stopped all of this shit like they the ref, they're fucking with the ref, but you don't care because it's like a, a waste of time, right? You're just like, okay, they just pulled out every trick in the book for really no reason because we're just going to run this back next week. But now the the champions have the advantage of seeing everything that Pent and Kingston are going to do.
0: And there's also, there's also no way that the Bucks are losing next week, next match, just not happening. Right? Like, like no, it's not happening. We know that. You've once so, again, every week, you've once again destroyed any suspension of disbelief we know that the bucks are winning when
2: Uh, do you when did this start and i'm not looking for an answer i'm just kind of putting it out there that it's just it's the way things are done now when did the the rerun wrestling rerun show fucking start like whose grand idea was this to say let's do a show live every week and essentially do the same thing because it's not COVID, it's not because there was no crowds. Because there was fucking, they've been doing it. WWE's been doing this for fucking years. I don't understand like what's the what's the thought process behind just throw it out there on their watch anyway.
0: I think it's a house, the same it's an match. Old house show mentality. I think just have these guys wrestle well, yeah, over so, and over again on a house show tour,
2: and that makes perfect sense though because if you think about it you you would what they would do is they would they would they would wrestle each other but they wouldn't wrestle each other on tv they'd wrestle each other a lot of times in the house shows to see whether or not this works
0: or to just you know you're telling the story and the bad guy can lose every night the good guy wins yeah yeah
2: exactly so i it's just you know and here's the thing though nobody sees that And until the late 80s, nobody fucking knew what happened. You didn't know what happened in fucking Baltimore. You knew what happened at the Spectrum, if you were lucky. Remember they had that weird prism wrestling at the Spectrum? That wasn't on every month. That wasn't on every time there was a wrestling show. It was just a weird thing that would pop up every once in a while.
0: No, it was every time they did a house show in Philly it was on. Which was. Was it? Yeah, it was like three times a year four times a year
2: uh, okay maybe maybe i just assumed that it was like it was probably only because they weren't showing them all and not right. realizing that there was only three times a year
0: mm. Go ahead, Brian.
1: uh we do you know they've been building up Britt baker against nyla rose is like their first first match of her reign and this week we get baker and and reba against nyla rose and vicky guerrero so this was kind of a tough one uh I, Re, reba gets her knee dislocated in the mm-hmm. middle of it i don't really want to watch the the spots to be fair like the spots with Britt baker and nala rose were entertaining enough nala rose like looked like she could definitely beat her but i don't really want to watch spots with people that aren't wrestlers and uh, getting vicky guerrero in there i thought it was a strange Terrible. strange choice at best for their like weekly 15 minute women's segment right that we always talk about so she was she was there to eat the pin.
0: that's all she was there for it's a shame that um rebel got hurt though i think this match was supposed to go a little bit longer than that but it didn't really need to she got really right. hurt she was dragging her ass out of the ring i felt bad for her like it came out later yeah. that her kneecap was dislocated
1: oof i can only imagine how fucking mm. painful that is yeah bueno i've had it being tough as shit to
0: pull yourself out of the ring, man. Power tower, man.
2: Oh, God. You can't straighten your leg out. Of course, when I did it, it was because we decided – I uh, got my, my patella off the track. It was because we decided in our uh, mid-40s that we should go to a fucking water park and climb steps all goddamn day. Wait, is that what happened to you? <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't straighten my leg out in the event. I it would either get locked straight or locked in the bent position. And it turned out that my patella was off the track. My kneecap was off the track.
0: How the fuck mm. did that and happen at the water one, park? What's that? From just going up the steps.
2: I listen. I don't know. I just woke up the next day, and that's where it was. I Jeez. I who who no idea. And then one day I was laying in bed, and I actually felt like somebody cracked a knuckle in my knee, and it was fine. Like, mm. <laughs> pop right back into place. Yeah, I was getting ready to go to the hospital. Yeah. I was like, you know, one of those – I was laying there at night, and I was like, this is not fucking good. And then, and I was like, oh, God, that felt so much better. And then it it was fine.
1: Brenham, Do, do we want to go to the main event? Sure. Why not? Talk about it. Where yeah. else are we going? I'm, yeah. There's only a couple other things happened. This was like – I, <clears throat> the main event was Sammy Guevara against MJF. Yeah. And I think this was a clear – like a uh, dividing match for AEW fans and AEW haters. For people that like this, you know, it's two young guys going off, you know, trying their best. 25, 25 minute match, tons of, uh, I don't know, whatever they would fucking say, epic spots, craziness. You didn't know who's going to win. Uh, we get a little bit of interference. For people that didn't like it, it's just the guy's doing spot after spot, no selling the shit out of everything, kicking out of, kicking out of a tombstone pile driver off the roof in the, it of the match. so stupid. was yeah, so fucking
0: rope. stupid.
1: Crazyness, and it's like mm-hmm. you know, there's a clear divide here where I, you know. I'm probably in the camp of I would argue that this is this is fucking outrageous and the lack of storytelling and just guys proving that they can do things, which isn't what's interesting about wrestling in general. But also, people said this was the most fucking fun match they've had on AEW in a while. So, Hmm.
0: yeah,
1: yeah. What do you guys think?
0: Oh my god, this is not for me, man. If it's for you, hey man. I don't know. I don't know. And I'll be like, I was kind of into it because they were popping all over the place, and it was like two young guys, and we're like, oh, this is cool, but man, that fucking Canadian destroyer thing—they were calling the Cuban destroyer—and he kicks out, and then the fucking pile driver. Like it was just like, yo, come (laughs) on with this, yo, you gotta be kidding me with this bullshit. Tombstone (laughs) pile driver from the middle rope. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Is MJF really hurt? He was selling it like he was. Like, you heard his name, but I don't know if he really. I don't or.
1: think so. I think yeah. he's okay.
0: Yeah. Chris? But they... Oh, okay, oh, I'm sorry, ahead, Brandon. Sorry.
1: Go, Brandon, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, one spot I wanted to mention before Chris goes, because they immediately take you out of the match with how forced these things are, is at one point MJF gets a, chi- a chair... And then he just puts it directly, like basically sets it on his forehead and walks right over to the ropes and just waits for Sammy to come across and kick him in the head. And then they're like, oh, my God. It's, yeah, it sets up another larger spot. But it's like, why the fuck would anyone ever do that? Right. Let me pick up a chair and then cover my eyes with it and walk towards the <laughs> ring and stop. And then they're
2: like, this is great. No, I mean, I'll tell you what. The highlight of the match, and I'm on the same page as you guys with this thing. And and, and honestly, when it first started, it was very clunky. They were waiting to do what they, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, it didn't flow well. It was very, it was a little mistimed. And then there was a spot where at one point uh, MJF starts arguing with fans. Yeah. And the one guy is screaming at him, and then he starts pointing to his Bad Street USA shirt.
0: I'm from Bad Street. I'm from Bad Street. I
2: don't know. And I was trying to figure out if he was Papa Buck because he had the the ratty dyed black hair, but I don't think it was him. And He started screaming at him, and then he started pointing to his I'm from Bad Street USA shirt, which is
0: quite odd. I'm from Bad Street, motherfucker. I'm from Atlanta, and I'm a G.A.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't know, man. Um, I wasn't a fan of this. Uh, and, you know, throughout the show, I watched Les, this. I just watched it before we started recording it. And throughout the show, I was thinking to myself, I'm at the point, and I know Jim's going to disagree with me this, but I'm at the point in which AW to me is like, well, the way I feel about coconut water. It sucks. Nobody really likes it. And if you say you like it, you're a fucking liar.
0: I love that shit. Full shit. <laughs> My wife loves it.
1: Ugh. Brent, any final yeah. thoughts on AEW? I'm I'm with you, Chris. Coconut water does taste fucking terrible. I haven't heard anybody say that though. I like that. No, I don't. I don't, man. I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting to read how people are perceiving these things, and it seems like this was a pretty popular match. But I, so it's always something has to be. Obscenely bizarre, and and that seems to pull me out of it in the middle of <laughs> one of these events. Yeah, of course like there that. was interference at the end. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ch- chairman yeah. comes in, ten men, and and cracks Sammy Guevara with a chair, and then like acts men. like he just busted, and and that's how like, the match ends because he, he couldn't came. just. He yeah. Uh, yeah, well, he's the chairman. Yeah,
0: the chairman. And he. And the, ten men, chairman. Yeah, ten chairman. The
2: sh- the show started and ended the same way with interference, interference. in the matches yeah. it's just you there know you
0: great and back
2: go. to what you were saying uh facial hair kenny omega new beard with with uh mutton chops that's well i guess that was something is that something that they decided they were going to do when being the elite and we just don't understand it? Right. Yeah.
0: that's a lemmy that's what that's called the lemmy good news coming out of this you ready for it women's division yuka sakazaki is in miami so she's coming in. So I'm guessing she might be on the show tomorrow night. And also, um, she's probably going to challenge. But it kind of gives away that Nyla Rose is going to lose. Not that we thought that Nyla Rose was going to win against Britt Baker. Because Britt Baker still has a feud with Yuki Sakazaki. Because Yuki Sakazaki got her tooth knocked out in the match once by clumsy-ass Britt Baker. So... <laughs> But then paper Baker
2: probably fixed it, so you good. Yeah. If there's somebody yeah. gonna get knock out your tooth in a match, that's the woman you want to do it.
0: Just... <laughs> so, quick, let's head to the office.
2: Come that's with me, I'll fix all it.
0: All sweaty. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's good though. Yuki Sasaki one of my favorites, and she's that gonna is be good. on American television again, which is cool.
1: That's These it. These are the plots, I think. Like you know, we are having four, four pay per views a year, and you don't do anything on them. This is the type of weird shit that you, that you get in the, in the interim.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. Right. Am I wrong in thinking that if you have four pay-per-views a year, at least one massive unexpected thing should happen every fucking pay-per-view. That's is right. that wrong? No, that's not wrong. Okay.
0: Yeah. We got, we it's got a predictable much, right. outcome of Britt Baker winning title. It's the only thing that happened. It was completely predictable. We knew that was going to happen in the last pay-per-view.
2: Yeah. Oh no. There was, what he called it too? There was that tag team match with the young bucks where people interfered and in And, uh, the good guys lost. The good guys pigs. lost. That was a shock. And, and what, the the good brothers, what have the good brothers done? Have they wrestled, or they just run in and interfere?
0: Uh, we, we talked about this last week. They wrestled, what, the three week? weeks ago or something like that? They, they okay. wrestled? I all don't right. really remember. They did have one match. Yeah. They're just there. So you got to watch uh, Being the Elite. Chris, going to go watch this week? Yeah, I'll watch. Oh, my computer broke. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> all right, final thoughts. YouTube broke. None of this is all that exciting. No. Yeah. Bummer. What a bummer of an episode. But we did get FMWE. Go out of your way to go. Yeah, the fuck you talking
2: about? We got to talk about Terry Funk falling into barbed wire and then not shaking Onita's hand and teenage boys screaming at Onita.
1: Yeah.
0: We
2: got Onita twice in one fucking week.
0: Yes, we did. There we go. Oh, my God. And we got Meltzer getting owned. We got Yuka Sakazaki coming back. She's awesome. So, at least we'll have that to talk about next week. Do you nice. think
2: Meltzer cries when he gets owned? No. I'm or does not. he, like, does he go into his basement and, like, just sit in a corner and, like,
0: No, he 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 taps into his ring app and watches his wife get fucked by another man. Do you think he? (laughs) Do you think he's just got
2: like he just writes his basement? Just the walls are just covered with like "Mm, um um. He just writes um over and over again, like he says it um um um, and it's in like swirls and patterns and like a chaos star and a
0: fucking. No, he he is. Out of his house. He got kicked out because his wife won everything in the divorce. That's a shame. So he's re- he's logging into his camera security system, watching his wife get fucked. And he lives in a hotel. And there's hidden walls. He walks behind the walls and he drills holes and he watches other people fuck.
2: Like Psycho.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. Like Norman Bates. Psycho killer!
2: Norman Bates, yeah!
0: Melty Bates. That's that's true. His, All that's true. War plans his, could change.
2: Yeah, it might, it might be true. It might not be true. Um, how about I'd like to see a timeline on when his assault on the women of professional wrestling and his fucking assassination by his wife started. Like, is it one of those things where it's like, my wife left me, I
0: hate all women. I'm sure he always hated women, but his wife finally yeah, left me because he hates women. Yeah. Now he really yeah. hates women. She's got an only fan. Like only eyes. What the fuck's it called? Only fans? Only fans. Only eyes. Only eyes. She's got an only eyes account. <laughs> yeah. She's got an only, only, only eyes. eyes. So she's got an only fans. My wife had an only fans, and so she left me. She's an idiot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I fucking listened.
2: I'd listen to the Observer podcast, and that's how he did it. So I heard the Brock Lesnar was out back in Raw.
0: It may be true, it may not. <laughs> Things
2: change.
0: What? What was that last part?
2: Things change. <laughs> Things
1: change. <laughs> 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 right, Brandon.
0: Brandon, any thoughts on this before we leave?
1: Now, now I'm just envisioning Dave Meltzer quietly eating Mrs. T's pierogies and watching uh, Grubhub oh, in a hotel fuck. through a people. Through a people.
0: <laughs> He's ordering Grubhub to his hotel room. He orders Wawa. All right, thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at his, I'm sorry, say again.
2: Do. You're drinking his Mountain Dew.
0: I am drinking his Mountain Dew. The
2: melts is Mountain Dew.
0: Yep, well, it's in here instead of California. Thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling Is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HardNumber4Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. And for Brandon and Chris, I'm Jim, and we'll be back here next week.